Just a word of warning, this is a podcast of a Young Writers Festival and it has a lot of explicit language and some very deep adult concepts. I wouldn't recommend it for children and I would be considerate of others around you when playing this podcast. Maybe pop on some headphones, that way no one can get offended but you. This could get messy, this could get weird, I'm not sure where it's going to go but I'm very excited. Um, So strap yourselves in, we have some amazing performance for you today. All right, festival friends, welcome back to the National Young Writers Festival. I just would like to firstly acknowledge that we're standing on the land of the Awabakol and Wurramai people, that sovereignty was never ceded and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Um, thanks for coming out tonight. So my name's Claire Albrecht. I run uh, a night called Couple of Poetry Night, which is usually once a month down in Hamilton. Any visitors might have seen Hamilton as a train stop along the way. It's a real cool little spot. Um, We bring writers from interstate, international, all sorts of things um, every month and have a really fun time and have drinks and food and chill out. So really excited to be here for this particular once-off special event with the National Young Writers Festival. Our next poet is Kate Fenwick. Kate is a queer writer and poet living in Newey. That's this place. (laughs) Their work can be seen in the Contemporary Australian Feminist Poetry Anthology, Butch is Not a Dirty Word magazine, Archer and Cordite Poetry Review. In 2018, Kate published their first solo publication titled Burning Between with Puncher and Watman, which you should be able to buy here from the bookshop. The chapbook houses poems that explore living in between bodies, marginalised communities and a city that crosses sub-urban lines. Please welcome Kate. Ambivalence can ruin your life. Tattooing a holes of truism on your inner thigh doesn't make it valid. Sure, it'll stay in the flesh, but ink only seeks into the second ectodermal layer. How do I etch it on my heart? Map bodies draped like protest banners over this city. We've all got something to say, but are seemingly searching for someone who speaks the same tongue. Yugen Part 1. After plonking my flat white ass on a heated seat after a 10-hour flight, I was thrilled by the sound of birds singing. A shirt worn by a man in customs line reads double poetry, which I've since come to learn is simply a Zara basic absolved of any entendre. I've always been fond of the transformative sayings on the covers of Japanese notebooks. One once read, I believe in friendship and the bonding connection of human. If you are rice, the side dishes are friends. There are likes and dislikes, but all will become energy. All this shit about wordplay and I can guarantee you the West is 20 years behind. Everyone is so polite, but not really. I embarrassed myself sneezing whilst waiting for the baggage on the carousel. One beige Ralph Lauren clad lad announced to his mate whilst waiting for immigration, bought a spare pair, and his mate said, did you plan on shitting yourself? (laughs) To order anything is to line up, point and pray. We only get what we settle for. The coffee machine whistles in line with Oasis's fade away. I'll paint you a picture kind of like sitting in a bar with the gin looking up at a lambent sign that reads, it's good to unwind once in a while. We wish you all the luck. Part two. The harbour is currently dusted pink and I'm fetishising holding your hand through neon valleys, of making sure your fingers zigzag with mine across lush paddy fields, of ensuring our chaplist's brush looking over a horizon of cream terraces dotted with geraniums. In the thick of it, I was melting down as you had stood there before you guided me through golden guy lined with minibars and frustrated attendants opening and closing garage doors and love hotels adorned with bootleg 
Balinese statues holding signs reading 100,000 yen per 90 minutes, of vending machines dispensing condoms, single sachets of lube. Sometimes in certain places and spaces we are fearful of what it means to wander hand in hand along city drains, of what it means to occupy so much space to be rainbow in a sea of grey amongst bodies that blend into yours but reject mine. I'm scared, scared of not knowing, even more fearful of not experiencing it all because even in May our home is cold and catches drafts and is riddled with dust bunnies that no Dyson can contain. My gender is a monsteria plant, prone to root rot, easily identified by sturdy stems, thick foliage, canopies with holes of varying degrees, those same wounds let the light in, but ultimately leave the plant vulnerable to exposure. Sometimes when I'm feeling stale at the state of things, I punch West Hollywood into the Uber Eats app and anxiously wait for the page to load. Sometimes you just need a sign, whether it be mind over matter permanently scratched into the wrist of an Insta darling or a capitalised no carved into the clouds by a bigot plane, a sign that reads no but points to yes, a symbolic sign, an icon index, sometimes you just need a... The National Young Writers Festival occurs annually over the Labor Day holiday weekend in late September, early October in Newcastle, New South Wales. It is made possible by the support of Create New South Wales, the Australia Council for the Arts and the copyright agency Cultural Fund. If you want to hear more panels from the National Young Writers Festival 2019, as well as some of the amazing readings that came out of that festival, then head on over to their website, www.youngwritersfestival.org. You can also follow them on Twitter and Facebook or subscribe to the National Young Writers Festival on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. This podcast episode was produced, recorded and edited by Kel Butler from Listen Up Podcasting, a proud supporter of the National Young Writers Festival. (laughs) 